what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. The minds of those that reject God and reject His Word, those minds become twisted. They don't think right. They don't act right. We're so twisted up today, we don't even know what bathroom to go into. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me, please, to the book of First Kings? The book of First Kings, chapter eighteen. First Kings, chapter eighteen. Move down, if you will, to verse seventeen. First Kings eighteen, verse seventeen, and it came to pass. When Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and hast followed Balaam. I want to stop right there and use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes. The insanity of sin. The insanity of sin. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank You for this honor and this privilege to stand before the people and to minister Your Word. And Lord... I thank you for every person that's under the sound of my voice today, whether they be here in the service or out in the parking lot or listening by radio elsewhere, by the internet, by CD, whomever they may be, wherever they may be today. Lord, I thank you for bringing them this way. And Lord, I ask today for your anointing to not only rest upon me, Lord, to rightly divide the word of truth, but, Lord, I ask that your anointing rest upon the people that they may hear and receive of your word. Lord, I realize that on the other side of this microphone there are many needs, and there are needs, Lord, that only you can meet. And, Lord, I ask today that you anoint me. Lord, help me to say that, which will be to the edifying of the body of Christ. Lord, I pray that in some way that we'll all be drawn a little closer to you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. The Bible tells us that Ahab was one of the most ungodly kings that ever sat upon the throne of the northern kingdom of Israel. The Bible says that he turned his back on God. And he went and served Balaam. He made a house to Baal and an altar to 
worship Baal. He went and married Jezebel. And it was during this time that Elijah burst upon the scene without any history being given about this man, none whatsoever. He comes upon the scene and he stood before Ahab and said, There will not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the reason for this proclamation is because that Ahab, Jezebel, and all of those that worship Balaam, they believed that Baal was the God who controlled the weather. And Elijah stood before Ahab and said, There will not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And he just disappeared. Ahab looks everywhere in all the surrounding kingdom trying to find Elijah. More than likely, he was trying to kill him. Couldn't find him. God had him hid. He was down by the brook Cherith for a period of time, and God fed him for a year, year and a half, something like that. Fed him with the ravens God provided for his needs. But as the drought situation continued to get more dire, the brook dried up. And God told Elijah, I want you to go to a woman in Zarephath. There's a widow woman in Zarephath that I have chosen to sustain you and he goes and he dwells there for the rest of the drought period three years three and a half years pass and the situation has not gotten any better it has gotten worse Jezebel the Bible tells us that she cut off the prophets of the Lord. But the Bible tells us about a man by the name of Obadiah. He was a godly man. Somehow this man landed the position of governor over Ahab's house. This godly man landed a position in Ahab's house, the most wicked and godly king that ever sat upon the throne of the northern kingdom of Israel. And God had this man put in this place and in this position. Why? I've learned... Over the years, that what God has planned for us is far greater 
than anything that you and I can ever come up with on our own. And some of the greatest blessings in life are unplanned. Are you listening to me? God put this man in this place, in this position, and he saved those prophets. Jezebel cut them off, but Obadiah took these prophets of God and he hid them in a cave. And he fed them there and sustained them there. And you would look at that and you would say, that man's crazy. He's doing this right under Ahab and Jezebel's nose. He's crazy. No. The crazy ones was Ahab and Jezebel for cutting off the prophets of the Lord, not Obadiah. Obadiah was the only one that was in his right mind, to be honest with you, because he feared God. True wisdom comes from the fear of God and honoring God. Worshiping God. See, there are some of you here today, people will look at you and tell you that you are crazy for going to that church. You're crazy for putting your money in that offering plate. Preacher, you're crazy for wanting to get on radio stations and preach this gospel about some man that died on a cross some 2,000 years ago saving the whole world. Preacher, you're crazy. You're a nut. Well, I might be a nut, but I'm screwed on to the right bolt. I'm anchored in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm founded in Him. And nothing in this world is going to tear me away from Jesus Christ. I'm crazy for Jesus. Baptized into His death. The word baptized means union. A union. It cannot be torn apart unless you want to make the foolish decision to give it up. And there are those who have chosen to do such. To reject Jesus Christ is crazy. This man, Obadiah, he was saved, loved God, dedicated, consecrated to the Lord. He feared God, and God used him to save these prophets of God. How many lives can we save today if we would be dedicated and consecrated, and be used of God. Being used of God is the greatest blessing that one could ever have. The drought had become so severe by this time. There's not a green blade of grass to be found anywhere in Israel. 
the leaves on the trees had shriveled up to a crisp. The brooks had dried up. The animals were dying. And Ahab said to Obadiah, he said, let's go out and try to find some water. Let's try to find some green grass, some weeds or something that the animals can eat that we not lose all the animals. And Ahab, he goes one way. And Obadiah, he goes another way. Obadiah turns the corner, and there stood Elijah. Now I want you to get this. Obadiah, he's looking for a small patch of water, a small patch of green grass. He's looking one thing. But God led him to find something better. <laughs> Are you listening to me? God led this man. You, you can't make this stuff up, people. I mean, you can't plan this stuff any better. He turns the corner and there stood Elijah. Ahab was looking for a temporary fix to a problem. And really, that's all man can do. It's just a temporary fix. Obadiah, being a man of God, he's looking one thing and he finds the solution. You, as a child of God, you're the solution. If you're sitting here saved today, I don't know who you are, where you're from, what your color of skin is. If you are saved today, you don't have a problem. You've got a solution to the problem. God set this thing up. For Obadiah to turn the corner and there stood Elijah God set that thing up. God is setting some of you up right now for a blessing. <laughs> Glory to God. I feel that today. I sense that today. Your blessing is right around the corner. Your blessing is just right up the road. Your blessing, just hold on. Don't quit. Don't stop. Keep holding on. Keep holding on to the faith. Don't give up. Trust the Lord. Follow Him. Pray through to Him. Touch Him today. Your blessing is coming through. He's setting you up for a blessing. If God could catch some of you, he'd bless you. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. We've got to get out of the way and let God have his way. I don't know how many times people will come by and say, Preacher, you did a good job today. I said, well, I just try to get out of the way and let God have his way. Obadiah was used of God to set up this meeting between Ahab and Elijah. And this was important because 
Like I said, Jezebel had already cut off the prophets of God. And if Ahab could have got his hands on Elijah, he would have killed him. He would have shot first and asked questions later. But Obadiah was used of God to set up this meeting. And in 1 Kings 18, verse 17, when Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? You see, Ahab thinks that the drought is the problem. And the drought was a problem, but it was not the problem. The drought was just a side effect. The drought was just a symptom. Man is forever trying to solve side effects and symptoms, but he never gets down to what the real problem is. I had a lady, been years ago now, she calls me up and says, Preacher, those tests I had done come back and they're bad. I got lung cancer, and they're going to operate on me next week. And they're going to remove part of my lung. And preacher, will you come pray for me? Yes, ma'am, sure will. Went to her house, knocked on the door, opened the door, went in, sit down. And right there beside the couch was an ashtray this big, running over, full of cigarette butts. She wanted me to pray over her lung cancer, but not the smoking problem. Are, are you hearing me? We want to address the symptoms of the problem, but not the real problem. Sin is the problem. It's always been the problem. Always will be the problem. But when you address sin, it offends people. Ahab turned his back on God. That was the problem. Ahab turned his back on God, and then he influenced all of those in his domain under him to do the same thing, to worship Baal. But yet he looks at Elijah and he says, you're the problem. No, Ahab was the problem. Just a cursory reading of these verses tells us that. But Ahab, he doesn't see it that way. His sin has affected his ability to reason. His sin has affected his ability to think. Romans... Chapter 1, turn there if you will in your Bibles, Romans chapter 1, there's an insanity to sin and Paul lays it out for us in the first chapter of the book of Romans, Romans chapter 1, move down if you will to verse 21. We'll pick it up there. 
Romans chapter 1, verse 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. When the light of the gospel is rejected, then the light will be withdrawn. And the lack of spiritual illumination leaves nothing but vain imaginations. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Romans chapter 1, verse 22. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. You can have more degrees than a thermometer, but if you don't know this Bible, then you're not educated. I look at the policies of this current administration, and the more they do, the worse it gets. That's because they don't know God, and they don't know the Bible, and they don't want to know God or the Bible. Romans chapter 1, verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge... They did not like to retain God in their knowledge. The 2020 Democrat National Convention that was held just a few years ago. No prayers were offered in those services because it offended the Muslims, and it was considered too divisive. They also omitted the phrase, under God, when the Pledge of Allegiance was given. Franklin Graham made this statement. In watching some of the Democratic National Convention on television this week, it has been interesting to see the absence of God. I don't believe America's finest hours will be in front of us if we take God out of government and public life. It is God who set the standards we are to live by. It is God who said, you shall not murder it is God who said, you shall not steal. It is God who said, you shall not commit adultery. It is God who said, honor your father and mother. It is God who said, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. It is God who said, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. It is God who said, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. It is God who said, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. 
You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. It is God who said, you shall have no other gods before me. It is God who said, you shall not make for yourself any carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth, you shall not bow down to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. God created us, Franklin goes on to say. God created us. And this earth we live on. Who do we think we are to try to rewrite the rules and run things apart from Him? Who do we think we are to try to take Him out of everything? As Dr. Tony Evans said, When one nation under God becomes one nation apart from God, expect the consequences That's true in our individual lives and in our nation. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Romans chapter 1 verse 28. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Mind. The minds of those that reject God and reject His Word, those minds become twisted. They don't think right. They don't act right. And the Bible goes on to say that they do those things which are not convenient. In other words, they do the things that are not fitting. They do things that don't even make sense we're so twisted up today we don't even know what bathroom to go into anymore and i look at some of the choices that people are making today and i think what's wrong with them have they lost their minds have they gone insane According to this book right here, they have. Mental illness. It is an issue today that's being tossed about and discussed in our country. And here's the thing about it, ladies and gentlemen. They've really not defined what mental illness is. And here's the scary thing about it. Some time ago, the statement was made about former Vice President Mike Pence. The statement was made that he was mentally ill because he prayed to God and he made decisions based on the Bible. You think of that. That's not mental illness. That's basic Bible Christianity. That's what that is. 
But woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That's the age we're now living in, ladies and gentlemen. You want to know what mental illness is? I'll tell you what mental illness is. When you sign an executive order for every American to be vaccinated, but yet at the same time you let millions of people come across the border into this country illegally, they're untested and unvaccinated. And not only that, to relieve the strain of all those thousands of people at the border coming in, you put them on airplanes and fly them all over the country unvaccinated, untested. That's insane. At the rate we're going right now, two million illegals will come across the border into this country this year. That's insane. There's an insanity to sin. And only the true child of God has the solution to it. Ahab thought that Elijah was the problem when really Elijah was the solution to the problem. 1 Kings 18, verse 18. Elijah answered and said, I have not troubled Israel. But thou and thy father's house, and that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and you followed Balaam. Elijah didn't pull any punches. He didn't mince words. He didn't sugarcoat anything. He pointed a bony finger at Ahab and said, you're the problem. Could grace and mercy give us preachers like that today? Give us some preachers that's got some backbone that'll shell it down and tell it like it is and point out what the real problems are in this country. And the real problem is sin. The problem is not skin. It's sin. It's always been the problem. And the solution to the problem is still the same. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That is the solution to the insanity that's going on in our country today. Now, I'm going to tell you. When Elijah spoke these words to Ahab... It was offensive. I can go ahead and tell you it was offensive. He didn't, he didn't appreciate that too much. But you can't fix a problem unless you know you got one. Sin was the problem. And he said, verse 19, 1 Kings 18, verse 19, Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel. 
Mount Carmel is the place where the showdown was to take place. Mount Carmel is the place where the sacrifice would be offered up. That sacrifice pointed to Christ and what Christ would do for us at Calvary. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the only solution to sin and damnation and judgment. Simple faith and trust in what He did can stop the judgment of hell. But here's the insane thing about it, ladies and gentlemen. There are few who choose to believe it. Going back to Romans 1, verse 32. The Bible says that they know the judgment of God. People out here, they know they're wrong. And they know they're going to hell. But yet they make a decision to continue living the lifestyle that they're living. And they refuse to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. Knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death. They know they're going to hell. But they not only continue to do the same but they have pleasure in them that do them. Birds of a feather flock together. Jesus paid an awful price for us to be delivered from hell. And we're crazy to neglect so great salvation. But Jesus said, Broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. If you're saved today, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. If you're saved today, you're blessed. Today has been a blessing to you, and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message. Just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.
I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.